Last week, Kyle and I gave you a bold prediction for each team. Today, we're going to reflect on each other's predictions and say smash or pass here today on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dude, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to thank you for making Locked On NFL Scouting your first listen every day and a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash NFL or enter promo code LOCKEDONNFL for a white tech hat with any order. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. We promise you. Joe, the hat actually is banging. I like it. I like it a lot. It's lightweight. Breeze. I've worn it on my runs the past couple of days, so that's nice. Ooh, you're a wear a hat guy while you run, huh? Yeah, because I, so I I just got a haircut this morning, right? So like it's tight here, but then like all this is really long, and if I'm running, mm. it ends up like a horse's mane down on my face, and I can't do that. So there I've done hats, and then the other thing that I've done is I've adopted the Joe Burrow headband. I saw the tweets on that. Yes. And I highly recommend the Joe Burrow headband. Okay. It, it's, it is the way to go for being honest, unless you have a white bird dogs tech hat. I hear you on that. Um, I, I generally, people that wear like a ball cap while working out a little bit, a little bit weird to me, but whatever makes you gym. happy. Not in the gym. There's people out there that do this. I know. Yeah. And it's some really like, Toned up people wearing hats. Maybe I should wear a hat while I'm at the gym. I don't know. That's secret. We got missing link. We'll have to we'll have to do some crowdsourcing there. Uh, we're also going to crowdsource each other's hot takes today. And um, I'm glad we're not doing the AFC yeah. today because I feel like Titans fans would probably still want to beat you up for predicting that Derrick Henry gets traded at the trade deadline. Um, but the whole point of this was bold predictions, right? So you kind of go out on a limb. Make some bold predictions. And we both did that anonymously. We each came up with our own ideas. We recorded on the same day within several hours of each other. And then we just posted one on Thursday and one on Friday. And then we took the weekend and we're going to formally smash or pass on each other's bold predictions for 2023. But you're trying to be strategic about it because like, you want to win the bet. And you're acknowledging that they're bold predictions. So here's the ground rules that we came up with. We have to come up with, we have to take four from each conference. And the person whose bet is being taken by the other person has one veto per conference. So if there's a really bold take that I made that Joe says, I'm going to take that bet because I think that's a home run slam dunk, no questions asked. I can say for one of them, veto. Are we doing aggregate? Joe, for like the score count for whatever the payoff is at the end of this? Is that the plan? Total, total. Yeah. How many you're right versus how many the other person got right? 
right. So if I get five right and you get three right, then I would win two of whatever we ultimately decide. Oh, I, I see I, what you, you mean. You know what I mean? Like, I, and ah. I feel like an opening for some some new products to be the oh. incentive with the prize. Kyle's trying to get deep in my wallet, I see. I guess that's kind of the point, but well, you have a little skin in the game, right? Yeah, it's fun. Okay, <laughs> all right. Now, I mean, this the the margins could be huge here. Like you you could be down eight potentially here. Correct, at yeah. least. So we got to be responsible. But Whew. all right, <laughs> cranked it up a little bit here. I'm a little nervous, yep. but let's. That's let's very good. I'm, that's I'm, very I'm good. Excited. That was excited. what I was hoping for. So we're gonna start in the NFC East, okay. right? And each one of us, we'll, we'll pick a team. We'll both acknowledge what each other's take was and then smash or pass. Fair? Fair. Okay. You want to you wanna get started with the Philadelphia Eagles? All right. My bet for the Philadelphia Eagles was three rushers with 500 or more yards. Hurts, Swift, Penny, Gainwell. Three of them have at least 500 rushing yards. And mine was that Rashad Penny is RB1 in rushing yards for the season. So Jalen Hurts could have more than... Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I'm out, out of the running backs. Rashad Penny has the most rushing yards this season. Yeah, I'm going to pass on that because I agree with you. And I'm going to pass on yours too because right. I, there's going to be a big time committee. So no smashing of the Philadelphia Eagles bold predictions. Uh, for the Dallas Cowboys, mine was that Micah Parsons breaks the single season sack record. He would need 23 sacks in 17 games to accomplish that feat. Would you like my decision on that? Or do you want mine first? No, yeah, give me yours first. Okay, I have Mozzie Smith with three times the amount of sacks he had during his college career as a rookie at Mich- Michigan's or at with Dow. So he had half a sack throughout his entire career. I'm projecting at least one and a half from Mozzie okay. Smith. Okay, thoughts on the Cowboys? But us both going sack. <laughs> right, right. We had a lot of commonality. We kind of between a lot of the directions we went. We we did, which is fun because we had no idea where either one of us was going to go right. on. Well, I mean, I'm obviously smashing yours. I, I mean, that's unlikely, right? He, he would have to have like basically the amount of sacks he's had in his first two seasons and okay. the greatest sack season ever. So, so I'm gonna put you on the spot. You might use the veto, but I'm definitely taking it. If you that's like. right. So this is where I need to, I need to now look at the rest of my bowl predictions and figure <laughs> out if there's another like low hanging fruit one that I'm gonna want to back off of. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to let you have it. Oh, wow. You really feel good about it. No, it's just I want to have I, – I don't want to burn the – I don't want to use my veto like I use my timeouts on the podcast okay. and burn them all up in the first segment. I don't want to do that to myself. All right. Uh, I will pass on the Mozzie. I think that's a pretty good bet on your part, and it's obviously a bold prediction because of how little sack production he had at Michigan, but the pressure – production was there so i i think that's a pretty reasonable bet for you and the last thing you want to do is spend this year rooting against mozzie smith correct oh, God, I you would, know what i mean I, I would never i would never <laughs> so we both when i remember this one stood out for you because i just realized this is a pro daniel jones podcast in listening to yours and listening to mine right who do we're projecting i said four thousand yards for danny dimes and you said 25 touchdowns, which would be the total of his last two seasons combined. Yeah. In passing touchdowns. So this is a pro Daniel Jones podcast. Yeah. Obviously, I'm passing, right? We're both projecting good things from Daniel Jones. I'd be surprised if you took this one, but 
maybe you will. Yeah, I can't, I can't bet the under on that. So I'm going to pass on that because if I'm projecting that kind of passing volume for my bet for Danny, then it's not even like it's that much. It's one and a half touchdown passes a game. Right. But not everybody yeah, does it. Hyatt, Darren Waller. He hadn't done it in two years. I understand that. I understand that. Oh, yeah. Year two with Dable, better weapons. Pass. Right. I'm going to pass. Which brings us to the commanders, Joe. Go mm-hmm. ahead. I had less than 350 points scored for a seventh consecutive season. So that would put them under 20 and a half points per game. It's not high in this offense. So I would I would need to say I think they would score 350 or more points this season. Yep. So, yep. I said under 350. So 349 yeah. is what I need. Or and under. I said two 1,000-yard receivers is what mine was for Washington. Okay, my decision on yours is that I, I'll take that. I'll smash that. I think 2,000-yard receivers is rare, and Sam Howell slash Jacoby Brissett's throwing the football. I, I don't think it happens. Who else is going to move the ball for this offense? Though? I hear you. I think it's reasonable, but I, I'm, I want to put the heat on a little bit, especially because it kind of leans into sort of like I'm sitting here saying I don't expect much from this offense, and you're saying 1,000-yard receivers. All right. Hold on. I'm going to float around and produce this thing. All right. I need to see how close they've come to 350 points. They haven't done 321, 335, 335 the last three seasons. So that was 25th, 23rd, and 24th in points scored offensively for, for Riverboat Run. The last time Ron coached a team with a scoring offense inside the top 16 in points was 2018 with care. I can't take this bet. I can't. Okay. It's bad track record for Ron and it's bad track record for Washington, although I think we're close. So you could say Eric Bianami coming in. The offensive line's bad. You made a great point with that when you talked about it, too. I'm passing on the entire NFC East. Are you letting me take your Washington bet because you have your veto? Um, Yeah, I'm going to carry it with me. All right. So I, I took two smashes there in the NFC East. Kyle didn't take any, which means you got you to gotta come up with four the rest of the way. Still got the veto in I, my I, back pocket. I, I Kyle do. has his. I do. So it's going to be fun here the rest of the way. You know what's fun, Kyle? Bird dogs, man. These are the best shorts and joggers on the planet. I'll tell you what, they make you look good. I enjoyed it. I was up. You were down in Miami. You were rocking the bird dogs in Miami. I was watching. I got them on the the NFL Network. Look at that. Look at that. Bird dogs. We really love them. They are such great design, man. They're cut properly. They make you look good. They give you that sculpted look through your legs. They're designed to fit slimmer. I mean, everyone loves this Lululemon stuff. Bird dogs, they do the exact same thing, but they actually fit better than the Lululemons and uh, the bird dogs have this really good material. They're made of like, not the, the restricting cotton, right? They have this design that is tremendous in terms of how it, how it fits. It's called cloud knit fabric. Uh, it gives you that stretch look, but it kind of looks like khaki. So don't forget uh, you, the anti-stick sweat yeah. wicking material. Yeah. You love that too. So like it's summer. I mean, I, we're out there watching football practice. I mean, not necessarily the same climates, Buffalo and Miami, but it's warm I outside. Wish you were hotter. Yeah, uh, not me, but I, you know what it is. 
Get bird dogs. They're 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 the best. They're the best. So go to birddogs.com slash lockdown NFL or enter promo code lockdown NFL for that white tech hat with any order. Folks, you won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. I was pumped. We got Jalen Phillips to say it. I wish it were hotter. He also said how you do anything is how you do everything. Yeah, that Jaylen was my Phillips. favorite part of your week, honestly. Yeah. One so we, we got some bangers from Jalen Phillips. Um, but obviously they wore the T-shirts last year, and it was I wish it were hotter in training camp. And then they went to Buffalo, and they did the I wish it were colder shirts, and Bills fans like didn't have the context of what their training camp motto was, so they made yeah. fun of it. And uh, God, what's God, I really that. I saw the quote from Mike McDaniel about the reason he wears the hoodie at practice is so that he can relate with the players, right? Because he regulates his own temperature yeah. in the hoodie. Yeah, yeah, I think that was cool. That was a really unique thing. I love that. Well, that was one of the themes, not to go down a Dolphins and Bills rabbit hole, but that was one of the observations that I had at camp was listening to them talk about how they structure practice, how they script practices, why Mike McDaniel wears what he chooses to wear on a daily basis during training camp. It's really impressive to kind of them offering the peaks of like, yeah, there's a why for just about everything that we do. And it's, it's just, they attempted to be strategic. Yeah. Right. So that was really neat. And it gives you the kind of that reminder of like the things that you take for granted that NFL teams have the resources to be able to research and study and try to make educated decisions on. And we're going to try to continue to make educated decisions on each other's bets. Where we got the North now. We are the North starting with the King in the North. The Minnesota Vikings. I had Justin Jefferson down for 2,000 yards. I'm not touching that. I think it's pot. We have 1980 last year. Hey, we're close. Yeah, I'm not touching that. I, I heard that and I was like, that's a good one. I liked it. Uh, mine is that they have, it's a parlay, parlay. So less than 13 wins. So a lower win total. I got something else. Okay. A lower win total, a lower win total in Kevin O'Connell's second year than his first year, but a positive point differential for the first time since 2019. I know you're low on the defense. I am low on the defense. I mean, Mike everybody Preston, should be. Personnel's not good. So here, here's where you're kind of stuck. Kirk Cousins has a certain floor as a passer, right? Because you're sitting here and you say, okay, well, they lost Alvin Cook. I don't think the running game is going to be as effective this year. still think they have some questions on the interior offensive line. And now you have Alexander Madison as the feature back with, what is it? Dwayne McBride's the RB2, probably when it's all said and done, unless it's in Wangu, who's a special. Ty Chandler, right? Is he he's still over there? Spare me. Um, you have a player that I think could go for 2,000 yards, and they traded for TJ Hawkinson, drafted a first-round wide receiver in Jordan Addison. They have weapons offensively. Did they sign? They visited with Risner, right? Or did they sign him? Yeah, they, they signed somebody else, I believe. Ooh. Risner's like on the no-fly zone right now. He really is, man. And Ed Ingram would – I mean, I think that would be great competition for he, him. Yes. No, I, I don't know how much I love the fit stylistically, but at the same time, like, Ingram's got to get pushed a little bit, right? Yeah. The corners are a hot mess express. They reworked the Daniil Hunter's contract, so they kept him. So I think that's that's a win. And they had a net negative point differential last year. Mm-hmm. With 13 wins. That's insane to me. Correct. I think I think they're a worse team. I'll take this one. I All think right, they have a so negative point differential. I think they have a negative point differential this season. Okay. 
All right, there's your first one on the board. Uh, the Detroit Lions are number two. And I have Jameer Gibbs, 800 and 800. I like that one. I if like that one. If you're looking for fantasy action, and nobody cares about our fantasy teams, I know, but we're here to help you win yours. Vinny Iyer, Geico Motors, eBay Motors. eBay Motors. Gibbs, 800-800. These going to be a big piece of that offense. Dude, I'm not touching it. We're we're listening to Dan Campbell talk about how they were going to pick him at six. Come on, man! Like they were right. surprised he was there. Like wherever they got him, like twelve or sixteen or where it was. Uh, I think he's going to be a big part of the offense. Swift is gone. I think he gets that. Um, my Lions was Aiden Hutchinson, twelve plus sacks, the eighth twelve plus sack season in Detroit Lions history. I'm also Yanta has two of those, by the way. I'm also not touching that. He okay. had nine and a half last year, right? Yeah. Came in bunches, to, though. He was close to a bunch more, though, too. He sure was. I think he's going to get it. Ben Solak, um, friend of the show, was just out at Lions camp, said Hutch looks good, pack, packed on a little extra weight this offseason. You know it's good weight because Aiden Hutchinson cares about every step he takes. Correct. So, all right. Yeah, I'm passing on Hutch. Okay. Uh, Green Bay Packers, go ahead. Said top eight offense in terms of total rushing yards, which would be a big jump. They were 18th in 2021, 15th in 2022. I think Jordan Love plus inexperienced receivers plus good running backs leads to a top 25% of the league rushing offense. I mean, total yards is how the measuring is. Total yards. And so I was kind of sitting here, and, and I know I did a for the NFC South, I did a team being the worst rushing offense and I had a qualifier that was not volume. Um, so because you went volume, I do think they're going to run the ball a ton. So I think they do get there. So I okay. will pass on that. I had Keyshawn Nixon, two return touchdowns this year. That's a bold one because I don't think, I think there was like very few return touchdowns last year. I think I can tell you Hines had, is the only I one that had two. had one and then ran another one back inside the 15-yard line. So here's the fun, here's like the X factor here is the new kickoff rule. Does it lead to more or less returns? To me, I'm if I have Keyshawn Nixon, I'm returning it every time. I'm not yeah. just taking the 25. I'm returning that. And if you don't care about covering kicks, I'm going to make you cover kicks. Brother, I'm not touching it. I, he's a special kind of returner. I'm not messing with it. Okay, very good. That was one of the ones I was sitting on the veto for. To not protect touching. even though it's really unlikely. Like, I mean, that's not guys aren't getting multiple return touchdowns very mm-hmm. often, but if there's somebody that can do it, it's him. And I believe we both had Justin Fields passing uh related. You said 200 passing yards per game. Yeah, I, I went with that just in case of, of an injury. Uh 200 passing yards per game, which is huge jump from 149 and a half last well, year, 155 in 2021. I- I did you one better because I said he doubles his career passing yards. Yes. <laughs> Which is like 4,100 4, yards. So there, there is kind of a middle range where if you do think that is. Wait, so you're impressive. doubling it means he's getting 4,000. 4,000. 4, yeah. 4, oh, I'll take that. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll smash. I will veto. Okay. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> we did them bold. That was yeah, by design. I think that was a good veto on your behalf. Yes, I think it was too. And you had Fields. 200, 200. passing yards. Point being, we're expecting a, a massive uptick in passing production for Justin Fields. And I obviously would, would not ever entertain that because I mine was that he would get 4,000 yards. So 
right. That's the NFC North. We have two divisions to go, Joseph. Just get a couple teams in here real quick. Yeah, Maybe we'll sneak a few in. Um, right. I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as the worst rushing offense once again in 2023. That was qualified by me as yards per attempt. Yeah, I think that's money in the bank for you, brother. I mean, Rashad White's the lead back. We're, we got a really rough offensive line. There's no quarterback run threat for, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't think, that, yeah, I think you're probably right about that. Even though the field's, like, you got a real good shot here because there's some bad rushing to be last. Yeah. yeah. But I, I wouldn't want to touch it. I've How many do I have locked in? How many more do I need to get? I think I've taken uh, at least two. You have two. Okay, so i got to find some more. i got to find this one get. just because it's the field? <sighs> no, you got good options run down coming down the pipe. All right. And you can't veto anything else, so I, that's Correct. good to My know. My veto's gone. Okay, I said Bucks bottom five scoring offense. Total points, bottom five. I'm inclined to agree with you. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing for the boldness of these, but I'm, I'm rocking with uh, Vikings positive point differential right now. The only, we might get to the end. I might have to pick another one. Bucks fans are getting a little excited about Kyle Trask. I've been seeing a little buzz on the timeline. Y'all enjoy. Y'all enjoy. We'll see. Okay. Well, let's do one more. I have uh, Carolina Panthers is our next one, Joe. Okay, I have a new career high in uh, pass receptions for Miles Sanders, which uh, 50 is his current career high back in 2019. I think he gets at least 51 catches. I'm taking that one. Ooh, okay. I'm taking that one. All right, there it is. Put it on the board. Okay, so Sanders. uh, And mine was J.C. Horn Pro Bowl season in 2023. I wanted to do something J.C. Horn related, but I couldn't find a qualifier. I think you made up a good qualifier, but I think, I mean, original Pro Bowl ballot selection, right? Not like 75 alternates. And yeah, so that I, I, and the argument was you had Slay last year. You had Trayvon Diggs last year. Ramsey was the first alternate for Slay. And then who was the uh, Tariq Woolen? Yeah. So I'll, it's like, it, it's, it's, re, it's not like there's guys that are so deeply entrenched that if he plays to that caliber, he can't get in. He's just automatically going to be boxed out. And he's with this nice defense. I really kind of want to smash this, though, because there's only – I mean, I got a good chance here. There's other good corners still out there. I know that a lot of – there's some turnover there, but – Right, that kind of goes back to your uh, playing the field concept with Tampa and their rushing yeah. offense. I think I'm taking this one. Smash. You're taking that one? Smash. Imagine Joe betting against J.C. Horn in the year 2023. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. you hate to see. Uh, so we're going to be right back, Joe, and we're going to we, finish the NFC South and hit the NFC West with these bull bets. Yeah. Look, football season is about to kick off, and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long because right now, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl, and you'll get bonus bets for every victory. And you can use bonus bets on spreads, you can use them on player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sportsbook. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. All right, Joseph. New Orleans Saints time. And I wish I remember what your Saints was one off the top of my head, but I don't. So go ahead and enlighten me. I do, yeah. I have them as NFC North champs, but... By a one-game margin, at least, so no no tiebreakers. It's a bozo hot date. So I guess you're not going to take it. 
I am, I am <laughs> egregiously passing. Okay. Um, I had Chris Olave thirteen hundred yards. I like it. Not touching it. You think he gets that? Yeah. That was yeah, the only- with some of these like finding like arbitrary numbers that you felt like were aggressive. But he had over a thousand yards last year and missed right. what, two games with better quarterback play. Right, dude, he's getting it. He's getting it. Pro Chris Olave podcast here as well. And then the Atlanta Falcons. I have Bijan Robinson is your 2023 rushing champion for the NFL. That was spicy, dude. They. Your best case here, well, obviously it's a great situation. Bijan's unbelievable. It's a great rushing Correct. structure. They have a good offensive line. Correct. The they system. don't have their quarterback situation figured out, really. I mean, Desmond Ritter's going to be their guy or whatever, but that doesn't excite me. The best thing you have going could be this Josh Jacobs dynamic. Like, if he's not fully in, right, because the volume's going to be there. Kyle, I think someone, I mean, that. when's the last time a rookie running back led the league in rushing? I don't know. All I know is Bijan Robinson's a special player. Did did I'll float around and produce this thing if you want to filibuster for a second? I mean, I can try. I'm I'm, I'm inclined to take this. I think that's it's the smart thing to do would be to take this bet. I mean, it's it's just very rare stuff when you're talking about. Still got a couple of. I got Patterson oh, we, back didn't there. Alfred, didn't Alfred Morse do it? I, I have no idea. Tyler Algiers back there. Do not care about Tyler Algier. I know you don't care about those right. players, but I'm, I'm going to take this bet. Courtesy of the NFL, courtesy mm-hmm. of NFL.com, the top 10 rushing yardage seasons by rookies in the history of the NFL. You ready? Yeah. Doug Martin, 10th place, 1454. Number nine, Barry Sanders, 1989 with 1470. Curtis Martin, 1487. Got the best buy ad. Mike Anderson in 2000 with the Broncos, 1487 as well. Clinton Portis, Denver Broncos, 1508. Edger and James, Indianapolis Colts, 1999, 1553. Otis Anderson, 1979, 1605, 1605. Alfred Morris, 2012, 1613. Uh, Verizon ad George Rogers, New Orleans Saints, 1981, 1674, and Eric Dickerson, 1808 in 1983. I'm taking the bet. It's been done, it has been done. I can't believe you're gonna hedge B. John Robinson. Draft dudes, that would be your fourth. Okay, I, I here's why I'm not gonna take it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna back up here. I don't want to root against Bijan Robinson. Thank you. All right. Okay. Not your Falcon phone was what? Uh, a 10 spot jump in total defense. So they were number 27 in 2022. I think they'll be 17th. It's total defense meaning total yards, yards per game. I think they're 17th. And this, this is a home run bet because they play the Bucks twice. <laughs> it's helpful. It's helpful. Let me see the rest of this schedule because I need two more. Yep. Okay, so Falcons. 2023 opponents. I like how both of us could go through 32 bets in under 30 minutes and you get both of us on to do 16 teams and we're going to go over to do 16. Yep. Falcons, 2023 opponents, Packers, Vikings, Texans, Colton. They play the AFC South. 
kick. Hoping you wouldn't do this much research. You should definitely the, com- the Commanders, the Cardinals. They might be a top fifteen, they, dude, top twelve defense this year. Yeah, that's <laughs> I'm I'm passing that as egregiously as I've passed any bet thus far. Which takes us to the NFC West. You had McCaffrey over 2,000 yards from scrimmage, correct? I did. I had McCaffrey 1,000-1,000. So, obviously, it's... Yeah. So, does that mean you have to take, like, the next couple here? What do you? What's your situation? I need, take, I need to take either two of the next three, or I need to go back and pick one that I passed on already. All right. And and I need to find what? One more? You need to find one more. You're in, oh. you're in great shape. Okay. Uh, Seattle. What'd you have for Seattle? 10 wins. 10 wins. The the softest, most flaccid, bold take of all time that they're going to be a plus one win team from next year. Feels like you're taking a lot of exception with my... Wait, do you see my Cardinals one? You're not going to like that? No, I know. I know. Uh, (laughs) I had Jackson Smith and Jigba tops either Tyler Lockett or DK Metcalf in receiving production. I should take that, Kyle. You should take that. I would, if you were, I'd take that deal. Yeah, smash. I'd take that deal. Smash. Smashing it. And I can't veto it. Right, and I feel bad because you said on the podcast, and I listened to it, you're like, I, I don't feel great about this one. But That's okay. Then you you would just get guilt tripped by the listeners if if it ends up being like the difference in like right. who wins or loses. No, the- listen, I'll, I'll give it right back to you. You can you can have your veto back. I don't want it. Okay, so you're it, hearing... It's six in one hand, half dozen the other, right? You're going to have one that I'm going to be like, oh, that's really aggressive. But that was, that was the whole point. Uh, the Rams. I had Puka Nakua wide receiver two this season. Taking that for sure. You're taking that as well. Wait, but I need a qualifier because I have Van Jefferson and Tyler Higby. Is it is the, the tight ends re- count? Wide receiver two. Okay. So, and what's your qualifier? So what does Tyler that mean? Higby doesn't, Tyler Higby's not a, a factor here. Okay. What's your qualifier? Uh, targets. You think he'll be the second most targeted wide receiver? Yes. Total volume, so we're counting on health. Yes. Taking it. Okay. Smash. And you had what? Uh, real quick, Van, Van Jefferson and Ben Skronik. I Cooper Cup as well. Yeah, I don't. Uh, for the Rams, I had bottom five in the league in sacks, which I think is really impressive. If you have Aaron Donald and your team, I'll take that. Aaron Donald. Big, Right. Big Michael Hike guy, Kyle Krabs and Byron Young. Um, no, I just I think Raheem Morris will figure something out. Okay. Uh and then Cardinals, you had cards get the first overall pick. I know. I really went out on a limb there. And I had two two wins tops was what I had for them. I think we'll stay away from that. All right, so I gotta find one. Yep. If you need a refresher, I have them all in front of me. No, I got them here. Five 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 three five hundred yard rushers for Philly. Mozzie Smith, one and a half sacks. Daniel Jones, 25 touchdown passes. Washington, less than 350 points this season. Those were all of the passes in the NFC East. Fields, 200 passing yards per game. Aiden Hutchinson, 12 and a half or 12 plus sacks. Packers, top eight total rushing in the NFC North that I passed on. Bucks bottom five scoring offense, NFC South by one game. Ten spot jump in total defense for the Falcons. Those were the passes in the NFC South. And then I passed on 
McCaffrey, 2,000 yards from scrimmage. Seahawks, 10 wins, and Cardinals first overall pick. Man, I hate my options here. And I could I could really just be a jerk and veto whatever you pick of that. And make you you could. Again. You could. I won't do that to you. I think... I think I'm going to take the Saints by one game. So you think the Saints will win the division, but it'll be like tiebreakers are necessary? Yes. Just in, I, looking, in looking at that Falcon schedule. Okay. Well, they all, yeah, I know, hear, you. It, I it's, hear you. I'm sitting here looking at these games. I'm like, wow, okay. Like, And one of the things that's interesting that we didn't really talk about, but last week, I went and I put the coaching grades in for the roster power rankings that we did. And you know what What team in the top half of the league got hurt the most when you factored in coaching into their roster power ranking? Saints. The Saints. Yeah. It killed them. Yeah. It's a big X factor for them. So that, that for me, plus the Falcons in their schedule, I still like the Saints. But to say, that, hey, they're going to win the division outright, I, I think with the options that I have on what to take, that's the one I'll take. I was thinking you might consider the Eagles with my three rushers of 500 more yards because of, you know, you got some guys with some injury history there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I still think Gainwell can come in and do that too. So there's like four guys that you, so it's like, okay, is one guy going to play a third of the season and then get hurt? And then another guy play a third of the season and then get hurt. And that's how they prevent it. Like, Were there any others that I, I was also eyeing the Hutchinson 12 plus sacks just because it's it's a reasonably high number. Right. But I don't want to root for against Aiden in the same way that you don't want to root against B. John Robinson. Hear you. So you took five and I took four. Tomorrow we'll do the AFC and do it all over again. Which is fun because that means we already have nine bets, which might be like the most we've ever had already. And uh, we're having yeah. at least eight more tomorrow. Yes. There's going to be a lot lot of layers to this season for us, which is going to be a lot of fun. So plan accordingly. Come on back and see us tomorrow. I'm Kyle Krabs. He's Joe Maria. We are Locked On NFL Scouting. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. We appreciate you guys for checking out the show. Shout out to our everydayers. We appreciate all of you who stay locked in here on the Locked On Network because it is your teams every day. Make it a great rest of your Monday. We'll be back to talk to you all again tomorrow.